Good morning and welcome to another edition of Dom's Waves of Words. Oh man, I appreciate the love and support you guys have been showing me as I have restarted, you know, doing these podcasts. Um, I'm calling an audible on the Real Rap No Cap podcast. It will be out. I just have to tweak some things, so still be on the lookout for that. But again, we're back. So you know what that means. That means that it's poetry time and it's story time. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode because I actually have a group of people that I want to dedicate this episode to. Um, <laughs> I want to dedicate this episode to the nice guys. You know, you guys get a bad rap. You know, the old saying, nice guys finish last. Nice guys don't finish at all. Um and typically, nice guys get the shitty end of the stick more times than one would want to admit. So, today, you guys, I am representing you on this episode. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to get into a little bit of the motivation behind me dedicating this episode to you guys in a little bit. But, again, I want to dedicate this episode to the nice guys. So without further ado, the piece that I'll be performing today is called A Heart That Never Heals. Hope you enjoy. Here I go again, extending in every direction. Here I go again, my heart being attacked with no protection. Here I go again, before the throne of lo- the throw of love naked. I've traveled down the highway of love. To this day, I'm surprised I made it. I live with the fear of being alone. Living without one to call my own, without one to hold. I fear not having one to care for, one that I can always be there for. Why, oh why, do my two feet chase a figment of my imagination? Why does this one subject, love, dominate my dedication, contaminate my concentration? Here I stand on the edge of contemplation because my life is a case of repeated exploitation. This unimaginable pain requires a deep alleviation. How can a heart act independently of the mind? My mind does it all the time. My heart always forgets how to stay in line. My heart reaches out to you. It calls for you, cries for you, beats for you. But at the same time, it breaks for you. Which way to go? What should I do? Here I go again trying to find a home. I hate spending my nights alone. I want one to hold tight. If loving you was wrong, then damn it, I don't want to be right. I don't need one to complete me. I just need one to... Love me for me. One to love me in spite of my insecurities. Every night, every day, I pray to find the words to say that will convince the next one to stay. But when I look over, her presence too has faded away. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Love is the air that I breathe. Having love in something gives me something to believe. All I want is a chance to heal the wound so deeply engraved on my heart. The heart that beats in my chest is scarred. Some may say beyond repair. To some, this challenge may seem unfair. I need one to show me the right way, the preciousness of love's beauty. I hope I find one that knows the ordeals, find one that can put up with the words that an angry mouth spills, one that can adjust to the thrills of loving a man with a heart that never heals. So I wrote this piece whew, years ago i mean damn uh, it's 2021 so i probably wrote this in like 2012 maybe 2013 so damn a decade ago um but 
you know, it, it brings to my mind my dating life or, you know, my dating history or just situations that I've found myself in that just fucking suck. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll talk about a couple little instances. So the person that this poem was written about, me and her were in a relationship for about four years on and off. And it was something, <laughs> um, you know, back and forth, the arguing, the toxicity. <laughs> um, it wasn't that she was a terrible person. It was just that we were terrible together. Um, we just knew what to do, what to say to bring the absolute worst out of each other. Um, and... You know, the way I viewed love at the time was that, okay, well, you have to go through the negatives to get to the positive. And while that may be true, there are certain times or there comes a point in time where you have to put the love of yourself over the love of somebody else. And when you do that, then you can kind of protect yourself from things that you will be open to. If you continue to go on about the course of action that you go to, right? So that's why this poem was written, you know, a heart that never heals. It was like the frustration, everything that I couldn't articulate to her, I could write it down. And that's how I got it out. So the reason why I dedicate this episode or this edition of, you know, Don's Wave the Words to Nice Guys is I know your pain, you know, and this is not me, you know, bashing women because I'm not, but there are times <laughs> that, you know, you kind of put yourself or you try to put yourself in their shoes, right? And you try to understand what they're thinking. But damn it, let me tell you, that ain't the hardest thing to do. That that might be harder than going and getting your PhD. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Because it's like you listen to some of the things that they say, Right. I want a good man, you know, I want a nice guy, I want somebody that's in tune with their emotions, you know, I want a guy that's going to support me, and this, that, and the third, right, and then, to you, anyway, as a, as a guy that's pursuing, it's like, oh, well, I'm all those things that you've put out in the universe that you want and that you need, right, so I start talking to you, hey, you know, sweetheart, how you doing, you know, my name is such and such, and this is what I bring to the table, right, <laughs> and somehow, some way, Mr. Nice Guys, and I know all the nice guys listening to this can attest to this. Something always goes wrong and you can never quite put your finger on it. It's like, well, you know, you said you wanted a guy that was in tune with his, emo his emotions, but then it gets thrown back in your face. It's like, oh, well, I want a guy that's sensitive and sweet. Get a guy that's sensitive and sweet. Oh, you two's off. Well, I mean, what what is it? that you actually want because I'm telling you or I'm showing you that I am those things but on the flip side you're still telling me there's a reason why we shouldn't be together right now I get it you know there are chemistry you know concerns and things of that nature but you know coming from a nice guy's perspective right it's like damn you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't and it's like <laughs> the one thing that I tweeted out a couple of days ago is don't my problem with some women is they'll understand that they don't want someone. Right. And instead of them just being honest, 
They string them alone. Now, I, I know I know the lady listeners are going to say, well, men do it, too. And you're absolutely correct. And to them, they're shitty, too. But just because they're doing something equally as shitty does not mean that you're not doing something that shitty. OK, because my thing is this. And, you know, people, let's just, let's just go with this, this motto. People do this all the time. They know exactly what they want and they know that a person doesn't fit what they want. But here's the, here's the caveat. Instead of them cutting it off, they'll continue to accept and to receive the attention. And that to me is selfish. Why is that selfish? You might ask. It's selfish as hell because at the end of the day, what you're doing is you're manipulating someone else into doing things that will still not get them their end goal. Now, is it, uh, you know, is it, you know, up to you to give them what they want? No. But at the same time, if you know that you're not going to let them go, do not continue to drag them along because all you're doing is going to hurt them in the long run. You're putting out some bad fucking karma. Like I just keep it a buck. So, you know, Moving along, after that four-year relationship, um, you know, like I said, it was a tough, tough go around at it, and um, you know, it it definitely damaged me a little bit. It took me a, a long time to kind of recover. Um, but what I did learn is that there were certain things that I was willing to accept, and certain things that moving forward I was not willing to upset accept, and you know. To this day, there are, you know, I have nothing but gratitude for the experience because it taught me a lot about myself. And at the end of it, you know, being able to come out of that, I was able to, you know, figure out some things on my own about myself. Right. So moving on to my next situation, it, it was it was a good year and a half, maybe two years before I decided to get back on the saddle. Right. So I get back on the saddle. Beautiful young lady from Texas. Now, granted, I'm gonna keep it a whole buck with you. I had no expectations of this at all because I lived in Pennsylvania. She lived in Texas. Ain't no fucking way we're gonna make this shit work. Right. Nah. Lo and behold, somehow, some way I got lucky. So we ended up, you know, digging for a little bit. And I mean, you know, things were good. Of course, it came with its natural um, issues of, you know, distance, which continues to be an issue. But, you know, distance always makes relationships hard. So that was a, a big one. But long story short, me and her didn't, didn't work out. Right. So at this point, it's like, I'm not upset. All right, cool. You know, we didn't work. I just have one question. Why didn't we work? Right. So, got a couple different answers. Okay, cool. But this is the part that makes me upset, right? Not that we broke up. Not that, you know, you had your reasons or that she had her reasons for breaking up or whatever. My issue was in <laughs> her explaining why we broke up, I get the whole, oh, but you're a great guy. You're this, you're that, you're that, you're this. And I'm just like, well, if I'm such a great guy, if I'm such a nice guy, then why are you throwing me away? Now, to her, that may not be how she perceived it, but to me and to nice guys around the world, if I'm not preaching, then I'm not preaching. But I'm just saying, don't you just hate it when you get the whole slew of compliments? Oh, you know, you're you're a great listener and you're a great this and you're a great that. 
And then you get the proverbial, but don't give me the fluff. Just give me the real. Let me deal with my pain and call it a day. Because again, when you truly are invested in something and they give you little, little crumbs, little nuggets of possible hope. Oh, well, she thinks I'm a great guy. Oh, she great thinks I'm this, I'm bad, I'm third. And then, you know, in y'all group chats, because trust me, I know every group of people, men and women both, but especially the young ladies out there have these group chats. And my man's Mr. Nice Guy, let me explain something to you. You have been a topic in those group chats, especially if you keep hitting her up. Let me tell you how she has made you look like the thirstiest nigga in the world. Don't do it to yourself. It ain't worth it. <laughs> it ain't worth it let me tell you so you know that little nugget of hope like you hold on to it for their life like if there was nothing else to be held on to you hold on to that and in your mind that's a call to try harder my mans let me tell you something it ain't i know it hurts because you, you like that person or you were thoroughly invested or whatever the case may be when she gives you the fluff, ignore the fluff, accept the real, because it'll save you on the back end. So, Mr. Nice Guy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this, because there's something that I know, okay? Um, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. You Kings, you deserve more. You deserve better. So, I'm not telling you to not be a nice guy. Because sometimes, it seems like that's the only logical explanation. Or that's the only logical, you know, alternative to what, we, what, what nice guys go through. It's like, well, damn. Do I become that asshole that she just was complaining about? But for whatever reason, seems like that's the only person she can fall in love with? Do I become that person that's cold, callous, don't give a fuck about you? These are all thoughts that you thought, Mr. Nice Guy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I have been there. I understand. And not even just in a relationship sense, but even in a friendship sense, you know, you're only as good to people as they can use you. And, and it's so sad to say that, but I mean, it's the God's honest truth. The minute you stop being useful to someone then the utility in your friendship is now gone and you know I, i'm not saying that you can't have a one day one because i definitely have an a one day one and me and him been friends since the 10th grade and i know that if no matter what come no matter what go no matter what we go through that's my main man hundred grand you know what i'm saying but when it comes to a lot of other things it's like damn like sometimes People really will only use you. Now, whether that be for attention, whether that be for monetary gain, whether that be for emotional gain. Hell, some people are literally emotional. What's the word I'm looking for? Emotional uh, parasites where they literally will suck the life and joy out of you. And then you be sitting there like, damn, man, like, why the, why the fuck am I so sad? Or, you know, why why am I not feeling myself? Like, why, why I don't understand where this is coming from. And, I mean, sometimes it's literally the people around you that are sucking the life out of you. I know my last episode, I talked about toxicity. And, you know, that's a really important thing. But, I mean, again, in some situations, you know, those toxic people 
are always the ones that know your weaknesses. They always know what it is that you're craving. They always know what it is that you're searching for. And they pretend to be that to get something from you. So, Mr. Nice Guy, I get it. Um, but, you know, kind of back to this little, you know, the talking and the, the, the unwritten rules of, you know, trying to court someone. It's, it's, it's always interesting when it doesn't work. And don't get me wrong. I mean, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But at the same time, it's like, damn, baby girl, like, you couldn't have told me this before. You couldn't have let me know that, you know, you wasn't feeling it or you was feeling it or whatever case may be. Like, keep it a, like, I, I don't know about you guys, Mr. Nice Guys out there, but I know for a fact, if you give me the raw truth, I may be upset. I may be hurt, but I'll get over it. And, I, and the one thing that I can do is respect you for being honest. I had a girl I was trying to talk to, you know, years ago, and she's like, yo, like, honestly, I'm, I'm just not feeling the chemistry. And it sucked at the moment. But I was like, well, I can't be mad at that. It, it wasn't no extra bullshit. It wasn't no fluff. It was straight to the point. Look, man, like, I, I'm not feeling the chemistry. So, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't think this is something that I want to pursue. I have the utmost respect for that young lady. The utmost. Because what she didn't do was drag it on. She didn't prolong the situation. She didn't use me for her personal gain. She just was completely honest. So why is that not a, a thing? I have no clue in this world. I really don't. Um, but young ladies out there, if you have a Mr. Nice Guy, please tell him the truth. Please do not continue to screenshot your conversations and put them in your group chats and make him like a damn fool because he's not. I mean, there are actually some genuinely nice people out there, but a lot of nice people, you know, like I said, I understand this goes both ways, but I, but in particular, like I said, this, this episode is dedicated to the nice guys out there. But my thing is this, if you do not plan on treating him the way he's asking to be treated. Then give him the truth. You don't got to add foam to make it look nice like a Starbucks drink. You don't got to add sugar to it. Just be honest. <clears throat> because that's literally all that we can ask for at the end of the day. You know, instead of dragging him along, giving him a little piece every here and there. Just tell him the truth. Let him make the decision if he, if he wants to be friends or not. Because a lot of times, girl, you know, back to, because I know that the women listeners listening to this are going to say, well, men do the same thing. Why are you calling us out? Da-da-da-da. Again, this is dedicated to the nice guys. But yes, I do understand that men do it as well. And again, we ain't shit for it either. But just because we ain't shit, don't give you an excuse to also not be shit. <laughs> let's just keep it a buck um but you know one of the things that i have realized mr nice guys and just just a word of advice if you text her right and she takes hours to respond you ain't the one boss because the one thing that we have learned with this generation is that cell phones are attached to people's fingers at all times of the day she saw your text message, bro. You ain't got to text her again because she saw it. 
So if, if she taking two and three hours to respond, that's because she's responding to somebody else. Keep it pushing, boss. If, you know, you say, I'm not going to text you first and you don't get a text for five days, you ain't the one, boss. And as painful that may be, that ain't it. Because let me tell you something. If she if she was invested in you as you clearly are in her, she wouldn't let more than one day go past without at least reaching out. Damn, how you doing? What you doing? How was your day? So if you can't even get that, cut your losses. Don't be afraid to be alone. Because the one thing you don't want to be is used or feel like, you know, no one gives a shit about you. Because trust me, the more you continue to put yourself out there, and that continues to happen. That's what you're going to feel. Okay. If she's t- you know, giving you every excuse. Why you can't meet up. Why you can't hang out. Let her go bro. You deserve someone that's inv- as invested in you. As you are in them. You know. Don't be out here simping. And accepting any old kind of treatment. No. Absolutely not. I'm not again, I'm not telling you to go be cold in college. I'm not telling you to go become an asshole. What I'm telling you and what I'm advising you to do, Mr. Next Guys out there, is put yourself first. Don't ignore those warning signs. Like I said, if you text her two and three times and she still hasn't responded, she saw it. Don't keep texting her. As much as you want to, as much as you want to be, you know, the man of her dreams, sometimes it just ain't worth it. You know, um, again, if the feelings are mutual, you will know and you won't have to question because they'll make it known. So if you are, you know, looking at your phone right now, going through your text messages, going through your IG DMs and your Facebook messages, and you feel as though you've been putting in the effort. And you got four and five messages and she responds once, maybe. Leave it alone, B. Leave it alone. Don't be afraid to miss out. Because that see, that's the thing when it comes to to us guys. You know, we always feel like we're missing out on something. Well, we're missing out on it because it probably wasn't meant for us. Okay. Um people always say, oh, Men love to chase or, you know, women love to be chased. No, I'm cool because if you wanted to be caught, you wouldn't be running. So think about that, young kings. If you feel as though you always got your track shoes on, fighting for her attention, fighting for her to text you back, fighting for her to call you, fighting for her to to hang out. I ain't talking about fucking like literally just hanging out. Like if you can't even get that, bro. Nah, <laughs> this ain't it. This ain't that. And I, you know, again, I'm not. I'm not sitting out here advocating be bitter. I'm not sitting out here advocating none of these things. No. But young kings, there is something and someone out there that's going to put in as much effort as you do. So stop accepting less than. Point blank. Period. You deserve. What it is that you're willing to give. And if that person that you're trying to get in contact with right now is not willing to give you that, do not be afraid to leave her alone. Just don't be. Because the one lesson that I have learned in this life 
is that I'd rather be comfortable in being alone than being used. So with that, I'm drawing this episode to a conclusion. Like I said, I dedicate this episode to all the nice guys out there that may not realize how special they truly are. There is a woman out there or a man, whatever your, your stilo is. There is someone out there that will give you what it is that you deserve, what it is that you want, and what it is that you need. Stop allowing yourself to be used. Stop allowing yourself to be mistreated and talked about and to be made out to be a damn fool. So, Mr. Nice Guys, stay strong. You know, stay true to who you are. And I guarantee you that eventually, eventually, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow. And, I, and that's the part that sucks. I get it. Because it's like, damn, man, you know, I really want somebody. Or I, I really want to be with somebody. I get it. Trust me. I get it. But I'm telling you, do not attach your wagon to the wrong horse. Because she won't have your ass going all which ways. And then you're going to end up flipping over. And having to start all over again. So protect yourself. Protect your mind. Protect your heart. Protect your spirit. Dom, signing out.